everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. This is Yogi Bear checking in. Couldn't get through on the Sprint VIP because I don't have the number. But me and Boo Boo are going to go get some picnic baskets and try and avoid Mr. Ranger. Oh, looking for someone famous you are. Mm-hmm. Believe you have found them, I do. Yes. Uh, I once met Craig Bowlerjack at my brother's T-ball game. I think that's pretty famous. Um, yeah, my name's Jared. That's it. Thanks. <laughs> that is uh, fame by association. That is. Uh, welcome back. It's Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Gordon uh, wanted to know who the most famous listener to the Big Show was earlier today, and we've been getting submissions all day long. There's uh, there's a few right there. Well, Yoda's kind of hard to beat. Yoda's pretty famous. Yogi Bear is pretty famous. And our next guest, Bowler, is pretty famous, meaning that somebody he's met is famous by association. Bowler, do you yeah. remember Jared? Uh, you know, I don't believe uh, it was at a T-ball game, which had to be uh, many moons ago. Uh, so that one's going to probably side sidestep me a little bit. But honored to be included with Yogi Bear, Ranger Rex, Boo Boo, and Yoda. That's hey, pretty good. Hey, hey, Boo Boo. Not bad. Not bad Not at bad, all. You know, you know, Yoda's one of my favorite uh, characters of all time. So to be in that, to be in that discussion. Now we had Yoda on the show at one point. Uh, we we actually had him on as a guest, and hmm. I, I think uh, I think Austin has that. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. You are doing that. There is no try. Fear is the path to the dark side. <laughs> Oh gosh, I wonder who that is. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> that, was that, that was That was it. that was the, the, that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out who the most famous listener is to the show, Bowler. So uh, if you if you know of somebody who uh, you know tunes in, uh, who's well, really big famous. shows worldwide. So yeah. I would think that it's it just spreads and keeps spreading, right? I mean, it's uh, it's uh, from its beginnings with. Uh, <laughs> The preacher, you know, Reverend. Um, <laughs> going way see. back. That's going way back, you know. Don't forget Sailor, you know. You guys <laughs> made a few trips out there, Gordo. <laughs> yes. What about Stefan? I'm remembering Stefan. Yeah, the Stefan. Stefan yeah. the Sailor. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah Stefan. Yeah, he called... <laughs> You call on a regular basis. Didn't John? Oh Wayne my gosh, call, the didn't, rev. Didn't John Wayne call the show one time? Bob? John called. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. John Wayne called in once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we had, yeah. We've had uh, we've had some listeners. Arnold, I think. So didn't Schwarzenegger call in yeah. a couple of times? Yeah, he called in today too. We heard him earlier. Oh, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, fantastic. So he's still listening. <laughs> this all started, Bowler, yeah. when we were fishing for a call from Bob Redford, and that has uh, yet to come. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I got a Bob Redford uh, moment. I, I've never really never met him, but I saw him at uh, at, at his uh, restaurant um, uh, up at uh, the ski resort, and he looked at me. I looked at him, and he just said "sports beat." And I thought, "Wow!" I said, "Yes," and that was it. Wow, that's cool. no big deal. Look at you, Bowler. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's cool. That was it. That was my 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 walk of fame with with Bob, as I like to call him. <laughs> Buller, we have some uh, jazz stuff, of course, as usually we we want to run by you. But I want to ask you about the Warriors. What do you think about what they're doing without Kevin Durant? You know, I th- I think they're happier. Honestly, um, they, I mean, I know they're saying the right things, uh, Curry and uh, you know Draymond, all that. We want Boogie, we want KD back, but I I think this team is kind of uh, fallen into place again uh, as they did before. I didn't realize it was the '66 Celtics until today that uh, equals the five consecutive final appearances uh, that the Warriors have been to now, and uh, that, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Curry is, is just a master of what he does. Um, but he seems to be uh, pretty much in charge. And, you know, I think if people d- debated whose team it was, I think we know now. Do you guys agree? I, I, I think there was some time that a torch had been passed, that KD had, had taken it. But I still sense that this team responds to Steph Curry. Um, and that's kind of my take since Durant went down. And whether he'll return or not, I mean, they say he will, and maybe he will. But if he doesn't have plans to stay in Golden, at Golden State, then maybe uh, those people that help Kevin make decisions about injuries and money, maybe he doesn't. I'm anxious to see how that one plays out. Well, can you recall a team that – scores in waves the way the Warriors no. do. I mean, it's just like th- three times in this series uh, the Blazers have been up 17, 18, and 17, something like that. And it's just like all of a back. sudden, yeah, just, they just get, they get blown away. You know, I think there were times that we were all in awe of, and it goes back, you have to, you have to look back at old video, old tape, but it was a different game too, Gordo and, and Jake, as you guys know. But Showtime won with Magic and Worthy, uh, you know, was, was a different type of style with Kareem. Um, I think a Chicago Pip and the Bulls. I mean, those guys could hit you hard, and the Jazz know that. They, I, I don't think they ever panic when you're talking 10 or 12 points down. That's probably the similarities of also the old Celtics with Bird and McHale and Ainge and, and the, the Chief, Robert Parrish. All those great teams never panicked. Uh, and so 10 or 12 points didn't seem like a lot. Maybe more back in the days. I mean, even in the Malone-Stockton days. Uh, but with the three balls, we see it now. I mean, 12, 14 points just seems like it, it's erased in moments. Uh, and especially with, with the, the likes of Golden State. I, I just don't think they fear anyone and that any lead is never safe when you play Golden State because of their their offensive ability. Uh, it's it's phenomenal to watch Clay Thompson when he's on and Steph Curry uh, hit miraculous threes. And not only threes, Gordo uh, and, and, and Jake, it's deep. Those are deep threes. And if the league ever changes to a four-point line, um, I mean, holy cow, watch out. I mean, those score, those scores will elevate even more because of their their range, and we 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 have we've witnessed it in this playoff series over the last month. It's it's really amazing. What do you think of Draymond Green and his contributions overall? Because it seems like one minute he's doing something dumb, and the next ten minutes he's doing spectacular things. 
That's, I think uh, he gets into a lot of people's heads, kind of like a Rodman did back in the day. Uh, we all know that. But, yeah, he had a triple-double last night, and I, I just kind of stand back and go, he seems to be right place, right time. Uh, he's a physical guy, uh, has a little bit more range than sometimes people will give him credit for. He's a good rebounder, always has been, and he's a guy that gets in your head defensively. Um, you know, he doesn't get along with Durant. He speaks his mind, uh, and – uh, you know, it's again, it, this whole thing will play out with the Warriors. What, you know, what what's going to happen? But whether you love him or hate him, I remember uh, I was in New York uh, at the NBA meetings, and I'm not going to mention the official, but it's a it's a high up guy who was not a Draymond fan, and that's when the kick was kind of in vogue. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and that kind of got into into a lot of uh, officials' minds. Draymond, you know, has been teed up more than his fair share on the way he plays. But, you know, you give him credit, uh, he's he's there at the end. And probably if you had to pick a guy or two, he'd be one you'd like to have on your team, uh, even though he is kind of a pain in the, you know what. Fuller, what would you make of Magic Johnson going scorched earth yesterday on the Lakers? Wow. Well, yes, let me ask you. I, I was surprised. I, I don't know that I've seen someone scorch the earth uh, with that high profile in this league in a long time. In fact, I was trying to think, when's the last time someone came out with his his high stat, stature and absolutely laid it on the line and just went to town? Uh, Polinka, I, I heard his comment today, was pretty whitewashed in the sense of just like, really enjoyed my time with Irvin. We really were productive and had, you know, and then I'm just sorry it happened this way. I thought, wow, dude, that's the, that was pretty much uh, just a gloss over. The Magic Man didn't really cut any corners, did he? I mean, did he? I, here's my question. Did he burn the bridge down with his relationship with L.A.? And uh, I, I don't know whether he'll ever completely do that, given given his what he's done for that uh, for that franchise. But, but I think he did it just to protect his his own legacy, his own reputation. Maybe so. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know he, what did Palinka say or allegedly said that he was never in his office. He had kind of a uh, an, a less than prolific work ethic. Uh, and and uh, Magic wanted. I think you're right. I think it's a great point, Gordon. That he uh, he probably wanted to say some of these things to the fans, so they understood that he just didn't sit back uh, on top of the throne and just be a Laker, you know, executive. But he actually did try to rebuild this team. And uh, and Palinka, in his in his words, worked behind the scenes to to break him down. So, you know, sometimes you know, again, too, it's it's odd in business. Sometimes that you take the high road. Sometimes you just decide to go ahead and and let the truth out. I know you're a proponent. They let people speak, right? And so if uh, if Magic had uh, you know words and comments, he's got every right to speak them. Uh, of course, you'll have to live with the consequences. But your point's well taken. I think you know his legacy is so strong, and fans just adore what Magic did for Showtime One, you know, and what he's done in the community as well. Um, maybe the maybe the backlash actually falls on the Bus family and 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 uh, and. Uh, you know the, the the rest of the front office. Palinka, I, I guess well, time well, will tell. Palinka was flat lying. Uh, I mean, don't well, I think you that. could tell today. Absolutely, he was. It was a quick whitewash, wasn't it? In your mind, in my mind, and yours. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, when Jake and I were listening to it, we we're we we're looking at each other like, what? You know, yeah. That, that just just doesn't sound like the truth, and I don't think it was. 
Hey, Jake, I'm curious. I mean, and, and Gordo, I mean, you lived in L.A. I mean, the, 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 there, there wouldn't be a way that that family ever sells out the Lakers, would they? I wouldn't think so. Yeah, stranger things have happened, but I wouldn't expect that. Well, no. and when price tags reach, you know, the billions, I mean, if the Clippers mm-hmm. were worth $2 billion, what are the Lakers worth? I mean, that could mm-hmm. be tempting, I suppose. But, I mean, that's their dad's legacy, right? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, he, he built it. And, Gordon, I'm sure you, he's one of the thousands of guys you interviewed. I mean, the guy always was in the forefront and was such a big part of that legacy of, of magic, right? And Worthy and Kareem and, and the rest. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting when you hand over a franchise. Uh, and, again, you have to be careful with who built it and how it's run. And I think you have to applaud the Jazz on keeping this thing on solid footing and ground since Larry's death. Uh, but sometimes franchises get away. Uh, when when uh, other family members take it, because sometimes they're just, they're just not as engrossed, right? I, I think um, I think what the Lakers should do is take. I mean, the Bus family, whoever uh, who controls the money, they should pay. They should find the best person they can, and maybe they tried this with Jerry West and failed. But they should find the best basketball mind they can, pay him a bunch of money, and let him do his job. Let them do the job. Did I hear a rumor today that one or two folks are dropping hints Pat Riley could return? Uh, I think you did hear that. I heard rumblings yeah. of that today, yeah. And who knows yeah. if that's just rumor. Yeah. But that's That'd be quite interesting, huh? I mean, it kind of stays in the family, so to speak. Uh, even though he's uh, had his had his uh, great success in Miami, maybe uh, he uh, decides to come back to the West and you know, comb his hair back, and he and Frank can uh, team up for a little uh, coffee or a lunch. <laughs> Again, that was a classic moment, by the way. Bowler, I don't know if you saw Donovan Mitchell's Instagram story today, but he posted a picture of a, a bobblehead of, of himself, of Donovan Mitchell, alongside a bobblehead of D'Angelo Russell. What, so, mm. two-part question. Uh, what do you think about D'Angelo Russell, his game, and would he be a good fit with the Jazz? And what do you think about Donovan kind of recruiting out there? Yeah, I like this. I think I think we talked about it before too, Jake. I think there's three guys that can recruit very well for this for this franchise, and it's Quinn, it's Donovan, and it's and it's Rudy. And also, just the facilities that the Jazz provide their players is another part of that recruiting process too. But there's always a reason, you know. Sometimes when you see stuff like that, it makes you kind of wonder. You know, is 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 uh, have the two talked? Uh, D'Angelo Russell intrigues me. He really does. Athletic rebounder, better range uh, for uh, you know a guy on the front line. Um, don't know him that well as a person, but you know you have to kind of put your trust into a couple of your star players to say, you know what, I feel like this guy could be a part of what we do. And also, I'm, I'm interested to see how of last week's, um, you know, front office move and having, uh, you know, Z Zanuck um, in the mix of are they going to make a little bit more aggressive decisions? I don't know. Uh, you know, do they do they do they go out and, uh, you know, spend some money? I don't know. And how will they handle the draft, uh, which isn't that far away? It's a month out, uh, and so that's that. All is I know is intriguing, and is a, the biggest questions I get asked everywhere I go is you know what do you think? And there's you know it's just going to get don't you think guys? It's just going to become 
the rumor mill becomes more saturated as we get closer uh, to June 30th, uh, July 1, uh, and, the, and, you know, and, and draft night. So it, it's, you know, the bobblehead, I don't know what that means. Is that, a, is that, is that just a signal? Um, is that what do you think that is? He's restricted, and so I told Jake I think it might be a friend trying to help another friend make some money. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, we're all, we're all yeah, just could be. Never, never heard that type of statement uh, from a player to help another guy though, and use bobbleheads. <laughs> That's a first. That's a new one. <laughs> That's you know, I'll help you. Let me put up a couple bobbleheads, and we'll get it done for you. But. You know what? I think the Jazz will have a different look. I, I think it's just, you know, it's almost guaranteed. Uh, you know, when Dennis had those exit interviews, you know, he said we're a good team, not a great team. And I think the Jazz fans, the Miller family, they're at a point where, again, you know, their ultimate goal is always to win the championship for this city and this state and this region. And, and uh, you know, when you have players, again, it goes back to the two guys and Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, with their contracts around the corner again, you have to start showing where you're going to make sure that you impress and make enough progress to keep them happy and in the fold. Um, so some outlay of money is probably coming uh, for the for the Miller family, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what are, what one or two pieces uh, will will join this uh, this roster. Uh, come fall. Um, it must be, it, it, Bowler, it must be tantalizing for that front office because as Rudy Gobert said at season's end, he said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it was essentially we're not far off. And so yeah, what sure. those two pieces you're talking about, I mean, if you're Dennis Lindsay and uh, Justin Zanuck, you're sitting there, you know what the team needs and they're i mean they're out there can they get them can they get them because it's so close but so far and i don't know the answer yeah david moray um you know it's a a part of that walt perrin who's been uh you know with the team and uh fredman freddie david fredman i mean that these guys are been you know they're basketball minds basketball junkies they've been around this league a long long time in different areas which i think is really important especially with zanuck is that a former agent has a little has some insight you know on on maybe relationships you know i i don't know but you know talking to him he's a great guy personable guy aggressive guy and I, I think uh, it's an interesting move by 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 the Jazz, uh, and where Dennis will be, who is uh, obviously the consummate pro, and how they're going to work this out. But uh, you know what, Gordon and Jake, I tell you, the cash is the, there. There's money to work with, and I think when you have a, a young young stud, young star in the making, out recruiting. Uh, that bodes well. And I know he had interest in Paul George last summer, and George took the money in OKC. Um, you know, if I'm a young guy looking for a young team to join in a West that's ever-changing, and it may take a big change when the Durant heads east, uh, don't know what happens with Westbrook and Paul George and McCollum and, and Lillard since they were knocked out. Uh, you know, it's it's – it's intriguing, man, and you've got to be really good to be a top-four team in the West. That's just the bottom line because there's a couple of up-and-comers, one being Sacramento, in my opinion. And, again, Denver surprised me all year long, and I don't see them falling off the radar much either. Bowler, thank you very much as always. We always appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. I'll, I'll see you soon. I, I kind of got scared away 
little rain today. I was I was tra- traveling uh, Parley's Canyon, a little hail, a little snow, a little rain, and a couple of cars uh, kind of hydroplane. So I decided just to get off the road. <laughs> All, All good. Right. A, well, stay safe. A, a safe bowler is is the best right. bowler. <laughs> I had to buckle up, guys. That's what I had to do. <laughs> nice. You could always take a kayak or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Take. Thanks, bowler. Craig Bowler, Jack. TV play by play. Actually, nice to have someone Utah. famous on finally today, guys. True. <laughs> That's a, that's a great point, Austin. Uh, we want to remind you, join Scotty and Hans on Thursday from noon to 3 at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your mind, the Warehouse. Uh, we will have more coming up next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.